Hey, what's happening, everyone? It's your boy, Kyle, and we're back for another episode of the Life Well Lived podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how we react to bad things that happen in the world. It's been a crazy week with all the news of the coronavirus, the COVID-19, people not quite sure what to do or what's going to happen. It, we we seem to be right now living in, in a little bit of world of uncertainty, in a world of chaos. When you flip on the news, which I don't recommend doing. But if you flip on the news, it's craziness. When you flip on Twitter or Facebook, there's all these different opinions and and comments and and confusion. And so what I want to talk about in today's podcast is how can we as individuals, how can we as maybe couples or families or businesses, business owners, moms, dads, how can we take the chaos of the world and continue doing the things we need to do, continue growing, continue taking care of business, continue loving on those around us. And instead of letting these things pummel us into the earth, making a life, making decisions, making choices so that we can come out not only on the other side, but even throughout the duration of the chaos as a growing individual, as a better individual. And and instead of being swept up by the negativity and the uncertainty of the world, really giving ourselves the ability to take our lives to the next level, really show our love to other people that need it, and really leave this place a a better place than we found it. So sit back, turn it up in your car or in your phone, wherever you're listening to the podcast, and get ready for a very special episode as, as we talk about how we react to the chaos of the world. Hi guys, I'm Kyle Kirby, an entrepreneur, speaker, and friend, and welcome to Life Well Lived, a podcast designed to give you the ins and outs, the goods, and what you need to scale your life to the next level. Alrighty, so I'm going to be straight with you guys um, because, you know, being straight, being honest is the only way I really know how to do things. This last week has been crazy. Like, I can't believe the things that are going on. I don't know about you guys, and I don't want to make any comments or opinions one way or the other. I'm not a part of the World Health Organization. I'm not part of um, the government. So this is just me, Kyle, sharing kind of my experience, my opinion on everything that's been happening with the coronavirus. So, and I want to talk about that today because I want to make sure that we as individuals can come out on the other side as a growing stronger person. So I know when the, the virus had like first came out, I was one of the people fully admittedly that like, I was like, well, like, I think people are making too big of a deal, right? I think people in today's day and age read too much Twitter. They follow too much Facebook and the opinions of others. They flip on the news way too much, man. I can't remember the last time I turned on the news. Like, I just don't want that stuff in my mind, but I know a lot of people do it. And, and I was definitely one of those people that I was like, nah, it's just a virus. I made jokes about it. No big deal. Well, now we're finding that maybe it is a little bit of it of a, a bigger deal than we thought, right? We have different. Um, you, you guys know me. I, like I'm a big sporting guys. Like sporting events all around the world have shut down. Like I don't remember in the last. I, I turned 27 at, at the end of March. When 
like the last time, like in my life in 27 years, where they shut down like all major sports, right? They canceled the March Madness tournament, right? And I was like, what the, I love March Madness, right? They canceled the March Madness tournament, like all this crazy stuff is happening. And, and so it's like, wow, maybe, maybe we do need to take this a little bit more seriously. Now, now here's my goal of, of this podcast is I, I'm not going to be talking about advice on how to like get through the coronavirus, like follow what the professionals are saying. We should wash our hands more, avoid contact with people, um, do whatever you feel like you need to do. But what I want to talk about in today's podcast is really like how we can react to the world, right? Because we can't necessarily control it. And if I was to to summarize a theme for this entire podcast, right? We can't control what happens in the world. We can't control the bad things that happen. And we, and we can't always really control the good things that happen. But what we can control is how we react to it. I'm reminded uh, of a quote by Mark Hughes, uh, not Mark Hughes, um, by Jim Rohn, a, a quote by Jim Rohn that he talks about, you know, if you imagine we're like on a boat, like the boat of life, right? A sailboat, the, the same wind blows on us all. The wind of opportunity, the wind of change, the wind of chaos, the wind of politics, right? Like whether you like the current president or don't, like he's the president. Whether you liked the last president or you didn't, he's the president. Whether you like your governor or your mayors or your bot, like like those things aren't going to change, right? The same wind blows on us all. Therefore, it's not about the wind, it's about how we set our sails. And I love that analogy because when you think of a sailboat, right, a sailboat can go in the direction it needs to go, even though it can't control the wind, right? And these days, obviously, we have boats with motors and all that. But if I think about like the original people that like came to America, right, the wind of the ocean is blowing north, south, east, west, all over the place, yet they were still able to get to America, right? They weren't just going with the wind, it was, no, we set our sails so that the wind can take us where we need to go. Okay. And and so when I think about the things that happen in our lives, and, and this could be a whole nother thing where I, I, I'm, I'm utilizing the, the coronavirus to talk a little bit about this, but this can apply to finances. This can apply to relationships, to politics. You know, some people will say, well, when the next person gets elected in office, then, then things will be going well. No, I, I, that's where I disagree because does the things around us matter? Yes, of course. The, the politics around us, the, the community around us, the job, uh, but the direction of your life is based off the way you set your sail, the choices you make on a daily basis, the decisions that you decide for your life, the way you set your individual sail is what's going to make the difference between you and somebody else, right? Because the same winds blow on both people. The same president is the president for all of us. The same mayor and teachers and boss, you know, that's all the same. The same economy is for all of us. The same coronavirus is here. But how are we going to set our individual sales? And, and that's where I want to talk like the choices we get to make on a daily basis are what's going to make all the difference in the world to get through this time of chaos, to get through this time of uncertainty, to really make sure that we're making a mark on the world. So a few thoughts I had along this is, you know, the first thing I, I'd say during this time of chaos is like to really get into the practice 
of gratitude. Start practicing gratitude. Because I, I don't know if this is true, but like I heard that you can't entertain like a grateful thought and a negative thought in your mind at the same time. So if you can get in the practice of being grateful for the things around you, consistently and constantly showing gratitude in your life, the negative thoughts, the fear, the bad things will begin to melt away. I think when you're showing gratitude for your spouse and your kids and your home and your job and your community and your friends, then the worries and fears of the coronavirus are a lot less. The worries and fears of the political atmosphere, no matter what your beliefs, are a lot less. The worries and fears of the economy or the job situation or the nation or the wars or the list can go on and on, but they're a lot less when we're practicing gratitude. Because when you're filling your mind with positive things, there ain't much room for much else, right? Our minds can only hold so much. And if I can fill it with nothing but positive, happy, optimistic, life-enhancing things, then there's not going to be a lot of room for the negativity, But vice versa, if I'm spending all the time watching the news and following Twitter and being on Facebook and commenting negative things and reading negative comments and and getting caught up in the chaos, well, there's not going to be a lot of room for gratitude. And there's not going to be a lot of room for optimism and positivity in your mind. And that negative mindset, that negativity will just seep in and freaking take over your life. And that sucks, guys. Like you don't want that in your life. I'm not telling you not to be realistic. Be realistic about the things of the world. Don't go flopping around and, and just being like, oh, coronavirus doesn't exist, blah, blah, I'm a pot. No, 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 no. You, you, you have to live in reality, right? You can't re- replace like optimism with reality. Like you have to be realistic. They, they, they can't contradict each other. But if we know the same negativity is in the world, you can choose to not watch the news to not get caught up on Facebook feuds, to filter the things going into your mind, into your ears, and instead fill those with positivity. Fill it with podcasts like these that will help enhance your life. Like some of my favorites are are the Rachel Hollis podcast or the Brandon Burchard podcast. You know, one I've been listening to a lot, that's to do with fitness, it's called the Mind Pump Podcast. All things that are positive, that are are filling my heart, filling my mind, filling my soul with, with good things. So continue doing that. And stay away from the negativity. Start practicing gratitude. Start practicing gratitude. And, and one of my favorite things to do is start off the day, and I recommend doing it in a journal, but starting off the day with five things you're grateful for. And when you write those down right away in the morning, it's amazing how those things are carried with you the rest of the day. I am so thankful for my wife who is a servant in our house and a leader to people, and she's amazing with our pets. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to get to work with people every day, to be inside my passion zone, and help people live a happier and healthier life. I'm so grateful to live in a country where I can practice my religion freely, and I can share my passion for Christ with others. And, and I'm so grateful that I, I have an opportunity to, to do a podcast where I can share my positivity and, and share my heart with those around you. So if you can start every day with words of gratitude, being thankful for the things around you, it will carry with you the rest of the day. So instead of waking up in the morning 
and checking your Twitter feed right away or checking Facebook or, or flipping on the TV while your coffee or tea brews. Instead, take a few minutes, close your eyes, and be thankful for five things. Really think through them. Show gratitude for five things and, and really express in your mind. Send a prayer up to heaven about those things and, and be as grateful as possible for them. And then along those lines, as you practice that gratitude and go out in the world, ask yourself, what positive vibes am I sending into the world? Right? If you're with your family, what positive vibes are you sending to your family, to your kids? If it's at work, what positive vibes can you send to your coworkers, your boss, or, or those that you manage? What ways can you encourage them, love on them? Spread good cheer. I feel like that's like Christmassy, but why can't we have good cheer year round? Spread that positivity. And on the opposite side of that, really step back and ask yourself, are you adding to the drama? Are you adding to the negativity? Are you the one posting to Facebook the dramatic things? Are you adding fire, fuel to the fire? Are you adding to the chaos? Are you writing negative comments are you spreading the uncertainty? If you are, stop it. Stop doing those things. Check yourself. If your only conversations at work are about the coronavirus right now, stop it and start spreading positive vibes. Start spreading good to those around you. Start spreading encouragement and love. Instead of talking about the coronavirus, if you're with family, sure, it's fun to talk about politics or it's fun to talk about the, the chaos happening in the world, but stop it. Change the conversation. Change it to things that are positive, that are uplifting, that encourage those around you, that show your love to them. And if you don't have any love, if you don't have any encouragement, that's where you go back to the gratitude. Because the more you are grateful for things around you, the more you're going to be able to show that love that positivity to those around you. And that's what it's all about, guys. You gotta be making it your goal to help make the world a happier place. So think throughout the day, who do I come in contact with on a regular basis? Who am I gonna come in contact with today? And what can I do to make their day? In the Boy Scouts, we had a phrase, do a good turn daily. It was the Boy Scout motto. Do one good turn daily. If you can do more, great. But start getting in the practice of what difference can I make in one person's life today and start spreading the positivity. And then make sure you're not adding fuel to the fire. Make sure that if you see a comment on Facebook, you just keep scrolling. Don't read it. Don't comment on it. You don't need Facebook to be your news feed. Keep scrolling. Don't comment. And we will stop the spread of negativity one person at a time. Don't add your opinion. Don't listen to other people's opinions. And just keep rocking and rolling because you want to fill your life with good things. You know, I like that song. Um, it's something, something, but it talks about make, make moves or make excuses, right? Because in today's day and age, with all the chaos we have going on, we can make excuses for a lot of things. You know, I, I couldn't I couldn't get to the gym because, you know, you can get coronavirus there. And now I'm not saying you guys should necessarily go to the gym. You, you got to do what you got to do to be safe. But you have to really ask yourself, am I just making excuses? You know, I didn't do this thing or I didn't commit to this thing or I canceled this. 
Are you making moves? Are you just making excuses? Are you actively trying to better those around you and better your own life? Are you just utilizing the chaos of the world right now and the uncertainty of the world right now for your own excuses? Check yourself. Make sure you're you're not doing that because you can have one or the other. And one thing I, I my, my personal opinion about excuses, but I think it's true, is that all excuses are equal. They just prevent you from living the life that you're supposed to be living. They prevent you from doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. So whether it's a great excuse or a bad excuse, meh, all excuses are the same. So don't let excuses stop you from doing the things that you need to do. Don't let Everything that's happened on social media or everything that's happened in news stop you from being the person that you want to be. I know I've, I've gotten clear with my wife and my team, my family that like we're going to keep doing it. You know, we have a goal to help make the world a happier and healthier place. We're going to keep rocking with that. We're not going to let the things that are happening right now stop us from our mission and our dream and our goals. So check yourself if you find yourself making excuses, really focus on making moves instead and guys i think it goes back to it's not about what happens it really truly is about how you set your sales it really truly is about how you react to it and do crappy things happen sometimes sure it seems like right now a lot of crappy things are happening and for some people it might be a lot worse for some people it might be a lot better But again, the same winds blow on us all. We're not meant to compare. We're not meant to say his is worse or his is worse or mine is worse. No, we set our sails. We react in a way that is going to make the biggest difference in those around us lives. Okay, so think through the things you can do this week that would be a difference in that way, right? Bad things are going to happen. You're going to hear things this week, right? You have the choice, the reaction to continue spreading that information, continue spreading that podcast or podcast, that gossip I meant. And instead, instead you can spread positivity. You can stop it in its tracks and instead spread nothing but positivity. You can utilize this time to be selfish and take all the toilet paper and supplies from Walmart, right? I hear that's happening in a lot of places. Or you can react in a positive way by sharing with others. In a time where everybody else has a scarcity mindset, you can choose to have a mindset of abundance. The same bad thing is happening to everyone right now. We get to choose individually how we react to it. And how you react will make all the difference in the world, both now in the short term with the coronavirus, but in the long term as well. Think of those daily things, the good and the bad, and how you tend to react to things. Do you tend to react emotionally? Do you tend to react by the the seat of your pants? Do you tend to react in anger quickly? Or do you react in a calm way? in a way that uplifts others, in a positive way, in a no problem attitude way, in a everything is figure outable way. That's a word. Everything is figure outable. So you get to decide what is going to be your decision. It ain't about what happens to you guys. It's about how you react. So choose to react in the best way this week. 
in the best way this month, in the best way in the upcoming months, in the best way in 2020, and make it your best life. Take your life to the next level. Continue growing because things are going to happen. React well, and you will see things change for the better, change for the positive, and change long-term for you. So choose today how you are going to react. Alrighty, so in the midst of the coronavirus, one thing I want to end this episode with is talking a little bit about ways we can boost our immunity. Now, I'm not going to go in depth. Again, if you are sick or feeling symptoms, you should listen to the professionals because they know what to do. But I want to just talk about as a health and wellness coach, a little bit about ways we can boost immunity so that we can live healthier lives. And whether it's the coronavirus or any virus, we can avoid those. So The first way we can boost our immunity is better sleep. A lot of us don't get enough sleep, okay? And so make sure you're getting enough sleep. But I think there's a few tips with that. Of course, like minimum, you should be getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night plus. Some people need more. Some people might need less, but I'd even argue with that, that like seven really should be the minimum. And you need to make sure you're getting seven to eight quality hours of sleep a night. And I really want you guys to think not only for your immunity health, but your overall health. Like when it comes to your overall fitness and when it comes to your overall well-being, sleep is so important. You need to make sure you're getting at least seven or eight hours every single night. So here's some things you can stop doing to get better sleep. You need to stop watching Netflix before bed or watching Hulu or Amazon or Disney Plus. Stop watching that before bed. Watching things like TV or being on your phone, that that blue light, that bright light, just totally messes up with your sleep system. So what I recommend doing is start a sleep routine, a sleep ritual, where one to two hours before you go to bed, you start winding down. You start turning down the lights in your house. If you can, I mean, get to the point where like, if you can read or live by candlelight, like that's the best thing you can do. Turn off all the lights and just run by candlelight for the last hour of your night, right? Get to bed on time. You know, there's a lot of you that, for example, that could go to bed by 10, but then you stay up till 1130, like scrolling through TikTok and watching memes go to bed. Is it tough at first? Yeah. Some of you might say, well, I need Netflix to fall asleep. I need, well, it's because you've taught your body that that's required, but it's actually terrible for you, right? It's the same people that say, I need alcohol to fall asleep. No, Uh, alcohol might help you fall asleep, but it's actually going to give you terrible sleep. So that's another thing. Don't drink alcohol right before bed, but make sure you're giving yourself a sleep ritual where you can prep yourself for bed. Make some sleepy time tea, make some relaxation tea. One of my favorite is Herbalife's relaxation tea. Doing that before bed is amazing. It calms my body. I start turning on the lights. Don't watch Netflix before bed, go to bed at a good hour and then fall asleep. And if you can teach your body to get into a good sleep system where you're sleeping seven to eight hours minimum every single night, it is going to do wonders, not only for your immunity, but your overall health. Okay. Number two, drink more water. 
Okay, drinking water is essential. Your body is made up of a ton of water, like 70% water. So it's an important to your overall immunity. But again, it's important to your overall health. So make sure you're getting minimum half your body weight in ounces per day. And I would say you could probably max that number out at about a gallon because I don't think anybody, unless you're really like a hardcore athlete or competitor, something needs more than a gallon a day. So somewhere between half a gallon or half your body weight in ounces up to a gallon, which is 128 ounces, is going to do wonders for immunity. My personal recommendations is that you wake up to water. I recommend waking up to at least 20 ounces of water right away in the morning, drinking at least 20 ounces of water anytime you eat something, and then making sure you're hydrated throughout the entire day. It will do wonders for your immunity system immunity, health, your health systems. (laughs) So number three is check your gut health, okay? So a lot of times your immunity can get messed up if your gut health is not good. So number one, check toxins that you can eliminate from your diet. So we're talking about obviously like added unhealthy processed sugars. So eliminate the donuts, eliminate the candy bars, eliminate the sodas, the, the pure sugar, the things you know you're not supposed to eat will do wonders for your gut health. Um, start adding in pro gut health things like a probiotic. I highly recommend taking a daily probiotic. Drinking aloe is amazing for your digestive system. And, and if you have a like specific digestive needs, go talk to a doctor, go talk to a, a health professional, um, a, a gut health professional that will talk you through things you can do to enhance those. So taking a probiotic, drinking aloe, getting rid of alcohols and sugars, those are great things, but really make sure your gut health is taken care of. And do some research yourself. Like what are ways you can increase your gut health? Because if your gut is messed up, more and more research and more and more findings are are showing that that is a huge part of your overall health, but especially your immunity. So really make sure that you get your gut health taken care of. So number four is going to be making sure you're getting the right micronutrients in your body. So of course, you need to take care of your body getting your macronutrients. So your essential nutrients, your essential macronutrients are your proteins and your fats, making sure you're getting an adequate amount of proteins and fats and making sure you're getting good quality carbohydrates. My favorites are going to be like vegetables, of course, fruits, rice, sweet potatoes. Those are all great sources of good, healthy, whole carbohydrates carbohydrates. So I highly recommend you get the major macronutrients, but then focusing on your micronutrients, making sure you're getting enough vitamin C, A, B, all the vitamins. I personally, of course, recommend the Herbalife multivitamin. That's one I take three times a day. Each tablet contains one third of my daily dose of those nutrients, which is simply amazing. It's almost like getting an IV drip of nutrients throughout the day. And it's not actually coated, so I know it's going to get absorbed in your body, but make sure you're on a good multivitamin. But then make sure you're eating an array, a variety of foods to make sure you're getting all the macronutrients and micronutrients in a good way. So for example, a typical day for me might include the following foods. I might uh, eat some venison throughout the day, like deer meat. I'm going to eat some chicken. I'm going to eat some spinach in the forms of leaves. I'm going to eat some almonds, avocado, rice, oatmeal, very whole foods. I'm going to eat some fruits. I'm going to have my Herbalife shakes, which are going to be packed with nutrients. I'm going to take my supplements, which is going to help me get my micronutrients in there, my essential nutrients, minerals, vitamins, all that good stuff. So make sure you're getting a great 
variety and array of things. And then the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to immunity health is exercise, making sure you're moving your body. Number one, in the form of resistance training. So whether you're actually lifting with weights or you're just doing body weight exercises, resistance training is hugely important for your body and for your immune health. So make sure you're getting exercise in on a regular basis. But I would also include what we call your non-exercise training. Okay. So this is going to be the things that like, how much are you moving throughout the day? If you find yourself that you wake up, go to work, sit at a desk all day, go to the gym for an hour, go home, sit on the couch all night. You're not doing very much, right? It's one of the things that um, studies are finding that people burn way more calories on the weekends. Well, because they're up and moving, they're doing yard work or they're going walks with their wives or husbands. They're, they're, they're going out and doing adventurous things. They're burning way more calories because their body's actually moving. So If you can make sure that you are getting your body moving throughout the day, that's going to be great, right? And it can be simple things. Like one of the practices I've started to try to get into the habit of is I've got two bathrooms in my house, right? I got one downstairs, one upstairs. 99% of the time I'm upstairs. I don't ever go to my basement, but I've started going to the bathroom in the basement because it gets my body moving just a little bit more right? It's, it's maybe the difference between at work, you know, let's say you have two bathrooms, go to the bathroom on the other side of the building. Like I know it's such a simple practice, but it gets your body moving. And that non-exercise training, that non-exercise calorie burn makes all the difference in the world. Go on a walk with your dog, go on a walk with your spouse. Not only is it amazing for your relationship, it's amazing for your dog's health, but it's great for your health. So don't make the gym the only time you work out. But don't feel like you have to go constantly on like doing cardio and doing running. Burn calories by living your life. Do yard work. Go paint a painting. Go out with some friends. Move your body. Get your legs moving. Your hips moving. Your he- Make sure your body's moving in that non-exercise training in addition to a good resistance training program. And it will do wonders for your body and your health. So guys, those are going to be the five tips for increasing your immunity. Make sure you take care of yourself in today's day and age. Wash your hands, be cleanly, sanitize things, do that whole deal. Stay safe out there, stay healthy. And with that, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for uh, subscribing and for checking it out, whether you're listening to us on, on Google Podcasts or you're listening on the direct link. Uh, hopefully, still coming to Apple Podcasts soon, but you guys are the best. I appreciate you guys so much for uh, subscribing. I, I talked a little bit about some Herbalife products today. If you're connected with me on Facebook or Instagram and you have more questions on any of those probiotics, specifically like the probiotic and the multivitamin, uh, feel free to drop me a message. I'd love to talk to you more about those and how I add them into my routine. But with that, you guys have a great week. Stay safe out there. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Life Well Lived podcast.